You can't change yesterday. You can't change yesterday, but you can change today and tomorrow. So don't let the things of yesterday hold you back, in other words. All right. Turn with me in, in your Bibles to the New Testament and find the book of, what am I looking for? Jude. That's the book of Jude. Okay. Father, we're praising you. We just give you thanks for this day, Father God. We thank you, Lord, that your word is here to set us free. So, Father God, I thank you, Lord, that uh, as we receive your word, Father God, we will thereby grow, Father God, and mature and be set free. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Are you ready? I got this timed. <laughs> Everybody get out in time. Okay. Since the uh, presidential election uh, of November 8th of last year, there has nothing, nothing but turmoil been around us. Um, it started out with murmuring and complaining, uh, discontentment, false finding, quarreling, disputing, and corrupting the truth. This then escalated to profane vulgarity, nasty and crude uh, name-calling and mocking. It then progressed to open rebellion to law and order that led to riots, looting, destruction, of public and personal property and the assaults to personal injury and the obstruction to justice. That's pretty heavy. That's bad news. Um, so the question, why are people so stupid? Ignorant, hostile, and vulgar and reject the rule of order. Uh, you found Jude, I hope, the book of Jude. So let's see what Jude tells us. Jude, verse 16. These murmurers, complainers, walking after their own lust, and their mouth speaketh great swelling words, have men's persons in admiration because of advantage having men's person in admiration because of advantage. Wow. Uh, let me read it from this. These men are grumblers and complainers who walk after their own lusts. Their mouths speak arrogant words. They flatter others to gain profit. So that's a perfect description of a corrupt, immoral, self-willed person. And self-willed is the root of all wickedness because it was self-willed that uh, brought in sin into our lives. Okay. 
these individuals or, or groups of people uh, who do not, do not get their way are rebellious, pushy, aggressive, and violent, not caring who they hurt, what they damage or destroy. They only want to appease their self-gratification. And, of course, when you read the book of Jude, you see it, it's, it's meant for the last days. And uh, here we are. Uh, I hate to say this, but it's only going to get worse. Uh, around the world. Uh, they are e they're even rioting around the world because of what has taken place here. Uh, so... Uh, it says, as, as the days of Noah, uh, we are living in it. So expect a, a lot of things uh, to come our way. Um, but as Christians, we have allowed these types of actions to become a normal or norm in our, in our society. Um, we have failed in using our authority. Thank you for all the amens out there. Especially sharing the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ to those who are lost and are bound for hell. Uh, we haven't done our job. And if we do our job, uh, a lot of people will get saved and, and uh, we will, you know, the world's still going to go to uh, hell in a handbasket, hand as they say, but we can take a lot of bad people with us and make them good. Amen? And that's what happened to each and every one of us. We were pretty bad. Nobody's even shaking their hand on that one. <laughs> well, we were bad. You are not, like you said, we are redeemed. Glory to God. And there are greater things ahead of us, okay? Grumbling, whining, and thank thankfulness are not ultimately the heart's responses to circumstances. So they, they, these people are having all these problems because of circumstances, they say. But actually, it's opposing God. All these things are opposing God because uh, God has order, and uh, these people don't want order. We didn't want order at one time ourselves. Uh, we were quite rebellious. I speak for myself, Okay. Now, Israel grumbled at their enslavement, okay? They grumbled when Moses came on the scene. Who are you? Who are you to take us out of this place? And they still grumbled when they were in the wilderness having, uh, uh, you know, safety in the wilderness. Uh, their complaint wasn't rooted in their scenery or anything or their roundabout. It was rooted against authority. Hello. Okay, so let's go all the way back to that area in Numbers chapter 11. We're going to see. If you're looking for a uh, title this morning, Complaint Department. That's uh, Numbers chapter 11. Numbers chapter 11. We're going to look at verse 1. And when the people complained, 
it displeased the Lord, and the Lord heard it, and his anger was kindled, and the fire of the Lord burnt among them, and consumed them that were in the uttermost parts of the camp. Uh, from the Amplified it reads, and the, and the people grumbled and deplored their hardships, which was evil in the ears of the Lord. And when the Lord heard it, his anger was kindled, and the fire of the Lord burned among them and devoured those in the outlying parts of the camp. God's displeased with murmuring and complaining. Um, hello. Complaining is always an expression of unbelief towards God's order in life. I'm not going to ask you to raise your hands, but how many, how many complained this past week on anything? Well, I sure did. <laughs> um, yeah, that uh, put me on the bad side. <laughs> this puts me on the bad side of God, doesn't it? I mean, it, these were God's people, and they complained, and he was angry about it. He says, I'm giving you everything and you're complaining. You know, spoiled children. How many? <laughs> don't raise your hands. We've seen some spoiled children. You go into some of the stores and uh, they get in line and they're screaming and hollering because they want, or they're going down the aisle and they're telling mama or dad, I want that. They're bringing it up there and they're throwing it. <laughs> I saw, I saw one, so one, uh, one couple, they had their kid there, and the kid was actually taking the boxes and throwing them all, all over the place. The aisle was just scattered with, you know, they didn't even bother to pick it up, they just walked on, but you know, that's, uh, that's a complaint, okay. Um, Complaining expresses unbelief and gives place to the devil. True. Murmuring and complaining expresses unbelief and gives place to the devil. So uh, let's go back further into the book to Exodus chapter 16. I hope we don't see ourselves in, the, in these uh, scriptures. That's Exodus chapter 16. Looking at verse 8. And Moses said, This shall be when the Lord shall give you in the evening flesh to eat and in the morning bread to the full, that the Lord heareth your murmurings, which you murmured against him. And what are we? Your murmuring are not against us, but against the Lord. So any murmurings that we have is directed right at, I mean, you know, you're a little bit ticked off about what's going on. You're murmuring about, man, can't they make this thing right? Can't these people move out of the way? I mean, they've they got these coupons, you know, and they, they bring them out right at the last moment, and the traffic is going slow. I could have made it through that green light, maybe a little yellow, Partial red. <laughs> we murmur and complain. Who are we murmuring? What did it say? We're here. We're murmuring against who? 
All of you are silent. <laughs> Silence at this point is not golden. <laughs> okay. Okay. So let's look at another area. Let's go to Psalms 106 this time. Psalms 106. That's Psalms 106. And we want to go to begin at verse 24. Psalms 106, verse 24. Yea, they despise the pleasant land, and they believe not his word, but murmured in their tents, and hearkened not unto the voice of the Lord. Therefore he lifted up his hand against them to overthrow them in the wilderness. Whoa! That's heavy news. Are, are we getting, getting some, you know, the complaint department, um, I remember seeing a movie, they, they, you go to your, well, a lot, of, a lot of stores, they have return places, you know, return items. What is, is it? It's a complaint. <laughs> Customer service, yeah. Complaint, I, you know, I want this, I didn't order this, you know, it's not what I, or, you know, complaints, uh, you know. When it comes to remembering God's faithfulness, we can especially be forgetful. They forgot all these good things and they complained. I am the redeemed, hallelujah, I say so, but murmur and complain, complain and murmur. That's not the redeemed. We like that label redeemed, but we could be put into another position here. You know, it's sliding from one side to the other. And we, we should not do that. Uh, so today, what are we listening to? What are we believing in? And most of all, what are we saying? What are we listening to? What are we believing in and what are we saying? Matthew 12 tells us a lot. Going to Matthew chapter 12. I hear all those pages turning on those computers out there. Matthew 12. We want to go to the th verse 34, but we want to look at the latter part of it, but we'll read the whole thing. Verse 34 of Matthew 12. It says, O generation of vipers, how can you being evil speak of good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. I think we better start loading ourselves up with, with, with God's word instead of uh, murmuring and complaining. The children of Israel said, glory to God, we've got manna every day. We've got food every day. We can bake it. We can boil it. We can fry it. We can eat it raw. I mean, this, this stuff is good. Instead of now, I don't want that stuff. And that's not, you know, that's all that good stuff, but we don't have meat. So what, what happened? The Lord not only 
He says, okay, you want some fresh meat? I'll give you meat. And so they got quail. And then they, then they said, what are we going to do with all these feathers? They had, had feather beds, feather, feather pillows. I mean, come on, let's think about it. I mean, nothing but good stuff. Amen. Glory to God. Uh, let's look at this here. Verse 35, a good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. Ooh, oh, boy, does that run over some toes. How many times did you murmur and complain this week? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to ask you that. I know I did, so, you know, it looks like I've got some cleaning up to do. I've got to start filling myself up more of God's word and being thankful for the things I have, not the things that I think I should have or, or being robbed from me. I need to start thinking. Thank you, Lord, for the breath I breathe. You know, we've got to come alive. Okay, 1 Corinthians, since we're in the New Testament, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 10. She said 36. What's, I did read 36, didn't I? Okay, let's. Uh, okay, read it, please. She's reading. So that's Matthew. Uh, we're reading 34 through 37. Our words are going to condemn us. Or they're going to set us free. Uh, what kind of words did we speak this week? How much? You know, some of us are in prison. Some of us are in prison. We, we put ourselves in a prison by our words. We're condemned by our words. And, you're, and we're wondering why it's so hard to get, get things done. Our words are... Why is this happening? This is wrong. Da, da, da. You say that's right, but that's, that's, that's complaining. They did me wrong. That's complaining. Bless them, Lord. How many of us said bless them, Lord? Bless them as they take my parking place. <laughs> bless them, Lord. Don't let them get in an accident because they cut me off. We've got to learn to turn things around. Because I think, as we're going to look, see here, a lot of our words are complaints. And God doesn't like it. He likes praise. He likes good things. Amen. So, uh, beginning in February, <laughs> this is uh, thanks, Thanksgiving. <laughs> Valentine's, we need to give our heart to the Lord, okay? Just only good praises. Not, not, let's get rid of the uh, negative. You know, I didn't, when I was doing this, I didn't think I was doing such a, a good job. I thought I was doing a good job, but, I put it, but then I started reading this and started saying, I was doing a terrible job because I, look at the complaints. I, I mean, man, I mean, I, I mean, I complained about the dog. You know, don't bark. You know, 
I should say, okay, dog, don't, you know, good dog, nice dog. You will not bark. You know, let's start training. We, we train, we train our, our dogs and our, we train our children, supposedly. But how do we train our children sometimes? Using complaints. You can do better. You know, we do it you know, harshly. We need to start lift, using uplifting words and get, us our, get ourselves out of the complaint, complaint department, okay? All right, uh, did you find uh, first, uh, first Corinthians chapter 10 yet? Okay, chapter, chapter, chapter 10 and verse 10. Neither murmur ye as some of them also murmured and were destroyed of the destroyer. Murmuring is going to put us in, in, in a prison or a cat. It just destroys our life. Murmuring, complaint, murmuring complaints destroys our life. It's destructive to us. She said down to 13. Let's see what's 13. No, all the way down. Yeah, well, okay, from the, verse 11. Now these things, were, things happen unto them for examples that they, that they are written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the world are to come. Wherefore let, us, let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall. Okay, there we go. Some of us think we're in good shape, but uh, some of us, well, I would say I was falling apart <sighs> because of my confession, my complaint, my complaints. You know. We're not supposed to be a complaint department, okay? Okay, let's go back all the way back to the book of, uh, what, the, what does this verse say they continue to do? They continue, they continue to murmur and complain. Let's go back to Numbers again. Fine book of Numbers. This time we're going to go to the 14th chapter. That's Numbers 14. We'll begin with verse 1. And all the congregation lifted up their voice and cried, and the people wept that night. And all the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron, and the whole congregation said unto them, Would God that we had died in the land of Egypt, or would God we had died in this wilderness? Verse 3. Wherefore saith the Lord, pardon me, wherefore hath the Lord brought us into, unto this land to fall by the sword, that our wives and our children should be a prey? Sounds like the men were saying something wrong there. It says the wives and children. This ain't about the women there. So men, watch yourselves. Were it not better for us to return unto Egypt? Oh. Murmuring, complaining. I had it better at the other job. I had it better, you know, at the old house. I had better, you know, whatever. Okay. So let's drop down to verse 26. And the Lord spake unto Moses and unto Aaron, saying, How long shall I bear with this evil congregation? Murmuring, complaining, Lord says is evil. Which murmur against me. I have heard the murmurings of the children of Israel, which they have murmured against me. 
Say unto them, As surely as I live, saith the Lord, as ye have spoken in my ears, so will I do unto you. What do they say? I'd rather have died in, in Egypt, and now that we're in a desert, I'd rather die here. It's time for us to wake up. It's time to wake up. Oh. What are we saying? So let's go to the book of Psalms, chapter 1. Psalms chapter 1. Verse, looking at verse 1, 2, and 3. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law or the word of, God, of the Lord, and in his law or word doth he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf shall also not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper." There it is. There is a perfect man right there, a perfect woman, that meditates in the Word and speaks the Word. Amen. Hello. So as Christians or as believers, there has, there sh we should show a difference. We're not of the world system. We've been removed. We've been given a new heart. We've been given the mind of Christ. We need, and it says that we need to renew our minds to God's word. Amen. I mean, we need, we need to start to speak what God says. And he, you know, there's a lot of things the word has says about murmuring and complaining. And, you know, for, say, most Christians, we have fallen into the trap of murmuring and complaining. And it's an almost an abomination unto the Lord. He hates it. I've given you the good stuff. Why are you complaining for? You're not walking barefoot. You got shoes. You're not walking. You got a bike. You got not a, you're not walking. You got a car. Well, you know, if it was a different color, it'd be better. Or if I got this option. Hello. What does Psalm, uh, pardon, me, pardon me, let's go to the book of uh, Philippians. Turn with me, me to the book of Philippians, New Testament. That's the book of Philippians. And we're going to find chapter 2. That's Philippians chapter 2. Looking at verse 14. Do all things without murmuring and disputing. Wow, all things. That ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom you shall shine as lights in the world. Are we shining the lights in the world? Are we showing, shining the love of God? Or are we kind of uh, chiming in with the rest of them? Yeah. Uh, well, what do you think about this? Well, it could be better, you know. 
If I, had, if I was in the position to change it, I'd change it. Or let's all vote. We'll, make it, we'll take a vote and do this. Oh, wow. Let's read that from the Amplified. Do all things without grumbling and fault-finding, complaining against God, and questioning and doubting among yourselves. There you go, among ourselves. What are you doing that for? You shouldn't do that, you know, you know. That you may show yourselves to be blameless and guileless, innocent and uncontaminated children of God without blemish, faultless, unrebukable, in the midst of a crooked and wicked generation. That's what we are in, a crooked generation. It says we are in the last days. Spiritually perverse and perverted, perverted and perverse, among whom you have among whom you are seen as bright lights, stars or beacons shining out clearly in the dark world. Are you shining clearly? Are you a bright light? I think some of us have put, you know, uh, we are lights, but Jesus said, what, what good is the light if you put a, well, a not a candle, what are you, pretty quick, somebody, shade, what do you say? Bushel. bushel. Put a bushel, you can't see it. I mean, you might see a little reflection breaking through the, you know, the crack. But you're suppo- we're supposed to be bright. Right. We need to be non-complainers. Oh, my God. God is so gracious to us. In God's mercy, he still provided for them. Think about what he gave them. Food, water, shoes and clothes that never wore out. I mean, some of us, you know... We like to buy clothes. Well, you know, it's the same old duds. It's the same as I've been wearing it for 50 years. It's the same. No change. You know, the shoes, it says the shoes didn't wear out. I think the shoes grew as their foot grew. You had a, you were a kid, you had to, you know, whatever, it, your clothes grew with you. I don't know. Think about it. Man, I, I'm tired of these old duds. I want some new threads. You know, I'm going to... Hello. And they had a perfect weather condition. Out in the middle of the desert, at night it says it gets cold. You can ask, you can talk to John in those desert conditions back there. It's cold at night. I mean, you're, you're cold, cold. And then in the daytime it's... Man, you're sweltering hot. You're wanting to get under shade. But they had the perfect condition. Warm at night and shade in the daytime. I mean, and they all had all that good food and all that stuff, and yet they complained. Oh, boy. They were unthankful. Oh, my gosh. He's talking to us. Complaining is telling us that we are not following God's order. That's true. Complaining spreads and amplifies discontent. That's right. you, know, you start, you look at what's going on, the people complaining, it builds up discontent. <laughs> oh boy. Avoid complaining and become a person of prayer instead. Yes. Okay. Resist murmuring and complaining. Let's go to Psalms chapter 9. 
at Psalms chapter 9. Wow, that's... Psalms chapter 9. Let's go to verse 1, looking at verse 1 and 2. I will praise thee, O Lord. That's better than complaining. With my whole heart I will show forth all thy marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in thee. I will sing praise to thy name, thou most high. Let's read it from the Amplified. I will praise you, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will show forth, recount, and tell aloud all your marvelous works and wonderful deeds. I've been given the good stuff. Okay? I will rejoice in you and be in the high spirits. High spirits, glory to God. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. That's what we need to do. If you haven't highlighted that in your Bible, you need to, I don't know how you're going to highlight it in your, your electronic device there. Maybe some of you can highlight it, I don't know. But you need to highlight that and fall back on it. Maybe we need to take that for a, our uh, theme for the month of February. When my enemies are turned back, they shall fall and perish at thy presence. For thou hast maintained my right hand and my cause. Thou hast sat at the throne, in the throne of judgment right. Well, glory to God, let's come alive. What's our theme for February? Psalms 9, verses 1 and 2 and 3. At least one and two. Okay. Let's go on to something else. Let's go to Psalms uh, 31. Psalms 31. Now, in Psalms 31, it says, uh, as a highlighter, or, it says it's a psalm of David, okay? Psalms 31. Oh, let's drop down to verse 9. Have mercy upon me, O Lord, for I am in trouble. My eye is consumed with grief, yea, my soul and my, and my belly. Okay, uh, when you're grieving, you com sometimes we complain, we murmur, oh man, this is bad stuff, you know, it shouldn't have happened. So, you know, he, we see here that, that uh, this is, uh, David's fallen upon some hard times here. And he can complain if he wants. Again, have mercy upon me, O Lord, for I am in trouble. Mine eye is consumed with grief, yea, my soul and my belly. Okay. You can read that from nine, uh, from 9 to verse 14. We're going to look at verse 14 now. But I trust in thee, O Lord. I said, thou art my God. We need to fall back on God. Amen. Glory to God. And then verse 21. Blessed be the Lord, for he hath shown me his marvelous kindness in a strong city. Glory to God. Uh, We need to come alive. 
David released his problems to the Lord. Okay, instead of going to somebody and saying, Lord, I've got this problem, you're doing this, and I did that, you know, all that type of stuff. You release your problems to God. Amen. To God privately. He's the one who can handle your problems. He says, cast all your care upon me, for I care for you. Amen? Amen. Okay. So, he's the one who can handle our situation circumstances. This is what God, David has done. Maybe this is why, why God said David is man after my own heart. When he got into areas where uh, he can murmur and complain, he didn't tell everybody. He went to God with it. Can you imagine when the five, 400 men came there that were, that were dis, uh, disjointed, whatever it was, just a, just a mess? He didn't say, oh man, you guys are, a, get lost. I don't want you around me. No, he took this to the Lord. He took this. He took his complaint to the Lord. You said, Lord, you're going to give me some fighting men? These guys can't even, these guys, are, they don't know anything. But he took it to the Lord. And what do you read about the 400 men later on? They are David's men of valor. Why? Because he didn't complain to them. He lifted them up. So let's not complain about something or someone. Let's lift them up. Amen. Okay. Uh, since we're in that, close to that area, let's go to the book of uh, Isaiah chapter 1 this time. That's Isaiah chapter 1. Looking at the very first part of verse 18, that's 118, is Isaiah 1, chapter, uh, chapter 1, verse 18, very first part. Come now, let us reason together, saith the Lord. That's you and the Lord talking together. Okay, reason with me. Tell me your complaints. Why are you murmuring? You speak it to the Lord in private. You don't blab it out. This is, this is doing something right. We need it to go to the Lord on these things. Okay. If we, if, we resent, re, if we surrender to the Lord for the rest of our lives and beyond, glory to God, we will find out we will be thankful Amen. if we surrender to the Lord. God is in control. Now, how important is it for believers to check up on their attitude? Well, we kind of looked at it already, but let's look at it again. Matthew, Matthew 12. We looked at it once, but it's good to look at some things over again. That's Matthew chapter 12. Verse 36. But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give an account thereof in the day of judgment. 
Whoa, every idle word. That means murmuring, complaining. These things are going to be on the screen as you stand before everybody. Boy, did that guy murmur and complain. Hello, every word. Think about, think about, you, you're, just think about yesterday. How many times you, you murmur and complain? It's going to be there. Unless you get rid of it. First. Verse 37, For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. Now how are you going to get rid of the, those murmuring complaints? One, you go, go before the Lord and take 1 John 1, 9, remove it, and fill your, begin to fill yourselves up with God's word and not the situation. And don't talk about it to anybody else. Boy, did I get run over the other day. I complained about this and I complained about that and I was talking to somebody else and they got into the same, they got in the same, we got in the same, <laughs> look what I did. I brought somebody else into it. How many other people have, did, you, did you bring into it? Yeah, those kids were terrible. Don't you? So you have to talk to their mother on this thing. You got right, Laurel. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what I'm. You know what I'm saying. It's so easy to murmur and complain, and God doesn't like it. We need a, a something on our forehead that says that beeps. Complaint department. Some of us have that marking up complaint department. Somebody comes up to you and they start telling you all their complaints, right? I know, I, I know who you are. You always listen. You're a gossip. Whoa. That's what it is. If you're a complaint department, they come to you and gossip about it. How many had their ears open to complaints lately? <clears throat> okay. We're really getting bad here. We need to express thanksgiving instead of complaining. Amen. Philippians chapter 4 again. Oh boy. The Apostle Paul did not surrender to bitter complaints, but he spoke this forth, Philippians 4. Looking at verse 11. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am, I am therewith to be content. So, when he was... <laughs> There was no complaints. This man doesn't have complaints. Whatever or wherewith be content, whatever state I'm in, be content. No complaints. He told about some of the things he went through, but he didn't complain about them. 
It said it, he said it drew him closer to the Lord. Oh boy. Well, let's go to that T section of your Bible and find 1 Thessalonians. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. First Thessalonians chapter 5, looking at verse 18, it says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Uh, from the Amplified, Thank God in everything, no matter what the circumstance may be, be thankful and give thanks, for this is the will of God for you who are in Christ Jesus, the revealer and meditator of the will. Glory to God. Oh, wow. So we need to press into this. Giving thanks instead of murmuring and complaining. Go, go to somebody else to murmur and complain. Okay, let's go now back to the Old Testament. Find Psalms 50. That's the book of Psalms. Chapter 50. Are you ready? Thanksgiving is an expression of gratitude and faith in God. Thanksgiving is an expression of gratitude and faith in God. This is the opposite of complaining. So let's, uh, have you found uh, Psalms 50 yet? Let's look at verse 14 and 15. Offer unto God complaining and murmuring. No, that's not what it says. Some of you, I think you better change your Bible. If you, you didn't even mention, you didn't even shake your head. Some of you said, okay. Offer unto God thanksgiving and pay thy vows unto the Most High. And call, you know, here's, here's what God says, and call upon me in the day of trouble. And I will deliver thee and thou shalt glorify me. So the complaint, again, call upon him on the day of trouble. Again, that's a two-way street, he says, just speak to me about your complaints, your troubles, your murmurings. And I will deliver thee. And then you'll get to give thanksgiving again. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Turn to the book of James. Find the book of James, chapter 5. It's the latter, latter portion of this verse that we want to look at. It's verse 16, but we'll read the whole thing. Confess your faults one to another and pray for one another. Well, we can all turn to someone here and say, I have a confession to make. I murmured and complained yesterday. 
And that other, then you need to pray for that individual and say, I believe you are saying the truth. You are forgiven because you're confessing your fault, okay? That you may be healed of your complaints. The effectual prayer of a righteous man or woman avails much. Let's have, have things straighten out and be effectual in this thing. Make every effort to recall God's promises this year. Make every effort to recall God's promises this year right. to you. What did he show you this year? The promise that it's going to come to pass. You need to start praising him for it and thanking him for it. And I think, when is it going to happen? It's been a week and a half already, Lord. You know, send your mighty angel out and send, send, it, send, send it now. No. Thank you, Lord. Your word says it. I believe it. I'm confessing it. I'm going to see it come to pass. Okay? Now, is there a good complaint Well, we already talked about it, but let's look at it. Psalms 142. That's Psalms 142. There is a good complaint. And if you look through the, the book of Psalms, you will see that there are areas where David complained, but it was always to who? To the Lord. He didn't go to other individuals and complain. He only went to the Lord. So a good complaint is going to the Lord. So if you're going to have a complaint, remember, go to the Lord. What did the children of Israel do? They complained to one another. They complained about Moses, but they didn't go to the Lord about it. Word of God killed us in the desert or left us in Egypt. That's uh, Psalms, uh, what did I say, 142. Okay, this is Psalm of David again, and if you recall, uh, he was in the, this is uh, in the cave of Abdullah, or something like that, I can't pronounce it right now, and Saul was chasing him down. He could have complained yeah. to his men, but let's see, let's see what he says here. Let's begin with verse 1. I'm going to read from the Amplified. I cried to the Lord with my... I cried to who? The Lord. Lord. There's your complaint. I cried to the Lord with my voice. With my voice to the Lord I do make supplication. I cried out my complaint before him. I tell him before him my trouble. So there's... This is a complaint. This is the only complaint that you can... Murmuring complaint you can do is going to the Lord. Okay? When my spirit was overwhelmed and fainted, throwing all its weight upon me, then you knew my path in the way where I walk with and have hidden a uh, snare for me. Look to the right hand and point of attack and see, for there is no man who knoweth me to appear before me. Ref refuge has failed me and I have no way to flee. No man cares for my life or my welfare. Boy, he is feeling down. This is a complaint. This is murmuring. He's talking, but he's talking to who at the very beginning here? I cried to the Lord. 
You can cry out to the Lord with your complaint, but don't bring somebody else into it. I cry, verse 5, I cry unto you, O Lord. I said, you are my refuge, my portion, in the land of the living. Attend to my loud cry, for I brought very, I am brought very low. Deliver me from my persecutors, for they are stronger than I. Wow. These individuals are laughing me, Lord. It's to the Lord we make our complaints to. Don't take it to somebody else. Bring my life out of prison. What's the prison? Murmuring, complaining, for one. That I may confess, praise, and give thanks to your name. Once you make a complaint to the Lord, give praise to his name. He's going to take care of it. The righteous will surround me and crown themselves because of me. For, I will, for you will deal with me bountifully with me. Glory to God. Who do we make our complaints to? Only the Lord. Don't bring somebody else into it because that, that compounds the situation. Don't be like I did. I brought somebody else in and got them into the same thing. And guess what? The Lord wasn't happy with them. He was not surely happy with me because I spread it. Oh, you sanctimonious people. None of you ever did it. I tell you. Uh, yeah, well. Okay, I've heard all... You didn't have to say that. <laughs> I, was kind of, I was making complaints about what, what's happening in this great state we live in. And uh, I mean, I just rattled and rang. I mean, I, I got to set the place on fire. <laughs> uh, I should have brought it before the Lord and began to thank him. The only thing that's going to change is my words to the Lord and he can change things. And we just read it. He will change things. So i got to start saying, thanking the Lord that we've we got a good governor that he's going to turn around. Glory to God. You know, start confessing the better things. Amen. Okay. Okay, how does the Lord want us to complain? The Lord wants us to pour our, out our complaints and troubles to him privately and no one else to be involved. So go ahead and complain to him. Okay, John chapter 16. One more time. John chapter 16. Book of John. And you will be getting out of here sooner than you think. That's John chapter 16. Because I know some of you have plans. John chapter 16. Everybody found it. Look at the last verse of John chapter 16. It says, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. Glory to God. I have peace in the Lord. I don't have to complain anymore. In the world you shall have tribulation. There's that, there's that troubles. Those, those murmurings are all around me. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. From the Amplified, I have told you these things, so that in me you may have perfect peace and confidence. Oh, I should have looked this up before. In the world you will have tribulation, trial, distress, and frustrations. 
but be of good cheer. Take courage, be confident, certain undaunted. For I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of its power to harm you and have conquered it for you. Glory to God. No more complaints. No more complaints. And if you want to go back to Matthew chapter 12, 34, it says, For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Let's get, get ourselves full, full of the word, and we won't have any complaints rolling out. The only time you're going to have a complaint, you take it before the Lord. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. I won't ask any other questions. Let's all stand. Oh, suggestion. <laughs>